Welcome back to the Bend in the Trail podcast, episode 19. Jimmy Skunk didn't mean to wake up old Mr. Toad, but of course he did. Mr. Toad encountered his enemy, Mr. Blacksnake, but thankfully Jimmy Skunk saves the day. Chapter 16. Jimmy Skunk is surprised. Jimmy Skunk ambled along the crooked little path down the hill. He didn't hurry, because Jimmy doesn't believe in hurrying. The only time he ever hurries is when he sees a fat beetle trying to get out of sight. Then Jimmy does hurry. But just now he didn't see any fat beetles, although he was looking for them. So he just ambled along as if he had all the time in the world. Well, as indeed he had. He was feeling very good-natured, was Jimmy Skunk. But why shouldn't he? There was everything to make him feel good-natured. Summer had arrived to stay. On every side he heard glad voices. Bumblebee was humming a song. Best of all, Jimmy had found three beetles that very morning, and he knew there were some more if he could find them. So why shouldn't he feel good? Jimmy had laughed at Peter Rabbit for being so anxious for summer to arrive, but he was just as glad as Peter that she had come, although he wouldn't have said so for the world. His sharp little eyes twinkled as he ambled along, and there wasn't much that they missed. As he walked, he talked quite to himself, of course, because there was no one near to hear, and this is what he was saying. Beetle, beetle, smooth and smug, you are nothing but a bug. Bugs were made for skunks to eat, so come out from your retreat. Hello, there's a nice big piece of bark over there that looks as if it ought to have a dozen fat beetles under it. It's great fun to pull over pieces of bark and see fat beetles run always at once. I'll just have to see what's under that piece. Jimmy tiptoed softly over to the big piece of bark, and then, as he'd made ready to turn it over, he began that foolish little verse. Beetle, beetle, smooth and smug, you are nothing but a bug. As he said the last word, he suddenly pulled the piece of bark over. Who's a bug? asked a funny voice, and it sounded rather cross. Jimmy Skunk nearly tumbled over backward in surprise, and for a minute he couldn't find his tongue. There, instead of fat beetles, he'd been so sure of, hmm, sat old Mr. Toad, and he didn't look at all pleased. "'Who's a bug?' he repeated. Instead of answering, Jimmy Skunk began to laugh. "'Who's a bug?' demanded old Mr. Toad, more crossly than ever before. "'Well, there isn't any bug, Mr. Toad, and I beg your pardon.' replied Jimmy, remembering his politeness. I just thought there was. You see, I didn't know you were under that piece of bark. I hope you'll excuse me, Mr. Toad. Have you seen any fat beetles this morning? No, said old Mr. Toad grumpily, and yawned and rubbed his eyes. Why, exclaimed Jimmy Skunk, I believe you've just waked up. What if I have? demanded old Mr. Toad. Oh, oh nothing, nothing at all, Mr. Toad replied Jimmy Skunk. Only you're the second one I've met this morning who's just waked up. Who was the other? 
asked old Mr. Toad. Uh, Mr. Blacksnake, replied Jimmy. He asked after you. Old Mr. Toad turned quite pale. Well, I, I think I'll be moving along, said he. Chapter 17 Old Mr. Toad's Mistake If is a very little word to look at, but the biggest word you've ever seen doesn't begin to have so much meaning as little if. If Jimmy Skunk hadn't ambled down the crooked little path just when he did, and if he hadn't been looking for fat beetles, if he hadn't seen that big piece of bark at one side and decided to pull it over, if he hadn't been for all these ifs, why, old Mr. Toad wouldn't have made the mistake he did, and you wouldn't have had this story. But Jimmy Skunk did amble down the crooked little path. He did look for beetles, and he did pull over that big piece of bark. And when he pulled it over, he found old Mr. Toad there. Old Mr. Toad had crept under that piece of bark because he wanted to take a nap. But when Jimmy Skunk told him that he'd seen Mr. Blacksnake that very morning, and that Mr. Blacksnake had asked after old Mr. Toad, the very last bit of sleepiness left old Mr. Toad. Yes, sir, he was wide awake right away. You see, he knew right away why Mr. Blacksnake had asked after him. He knew that Mr. Blacksnake has a fondness for toads. He turned quite pale when he heard that old Mr. Blacksnake had asked after him, and right then he made his mistake. He was in such a hurry to get away from that neighborhood he forgot to ask Jimmy Skunk just where he'd seen Mr. Blacksnake. He hardly waited long enough to say goodbye to Jimmy Skunk, but started off as fast as he could go. Now, it just happened that old Mr. Toad started up the crooked little path, and it just happened that Mr. Blacksnake was coming down the crooked little path. Now, when people are very much afraid, they almost always seem to think that the danger is behind instead of in front of them. And it was so with old Mr. Toad. Instead of watching out in front as he hopped along, he kept watching over his shoulder, and that was his second mistake. He was so sure that Mr. Blacksnake was somewhere behind him that he didn't look to see where he's going. You know, people who don't look to see where they're going were almost sure to go ahead first right into trouble. Old Mr. Toad went hopping up the crooked little path as fast as he could, which wasn't very fast, because he never can hop very fast, and all the time he kept looking behind for Mr. Blacksnake. And pretty soon he came to a turn in the crooked little path, and as he turned or hurried around it, he almost ran into Mr. Blacksnake himself. It was a question which was more surprised. For just a wee second they stared at each other, and then Mr. Blacksnake's eyes began to sparkle. Good morning, Mr. Toad. Isn't this a beautiful morning? I was just thinking about you, said he. But poor old Mr. Toad didn't say good morning. He didn't say anything. Well, he couldn't, because he was too scared. He just gave a frightened little squeal, turned around, and started down the crooked little path as twice as fast as he'd come up. Mr. Blacksnake grinned and started after him. Not very fast, because he knew 
that he wouldn't have to run very fast to catch old Mr. Toad, and he thought the exercise would do him good. And this is how it happened that summer morning that jolly bright Mr. Sun, looking down from the blue, blue sky and smiling to see how happy everybody seemed, suddenly discovered that there was one little of the metal meadow people who wasn't happy, but instead was terribly, terribly unhappy. It was old Mr. Toad hopping down the crooked little path for his life, while after him, and getting nearer and nearer, glided Mr. Blacksnake. Chapter 18. Jimmy Skunk is just in time. Jimmy Skunk ambled slowly along, chuckling as he thought of what a hurry Mr. Toad had been in. When he heard that Mr. Blacksnake had asked after him, it had been funny, very funny indeed, to see Mr. Toad try to hurry. Suddenly, Jimmy stopped chuckling. Then he stopped ambling along the crooked little path. He turned around and looked back. And as he did so, he scratched his head thoughtfully. He had just happened to think that old Mr. Toad had gone up the crooked little path, and it was up the little crooked little path that Mr. Blacksnake had shown himself that morning. Oh, if he's still up there, thought Jimmy. Old Mr. Toad's hopping right straight into the very worst kind of trouble. How stupid of him not to have asked me where Mr. Blacksnake was. Well, it's none of my business. Well, I guess I'll go on. But he had gone on down the crooked little path only a few steps when he stopped again. You see, Jimmy is really a very kind-hearted little fellow, and somehow he didn't like to think of what might happen to old Mr. Toad. Well, I hate to go back there he grumbled, for you know he's rather lazy. Still, the green meadows wouldn't be quite the same without old Mr. Toad. Oh, I'd miss him if anything happened to him, I suppose. It'd be partly my fault, too, for if I hadn't pulled over that piece of bark, he probably would have stayed there for the rest of the day and been safe. Oh, maybe he won't meet Mr. Blacksnake, said a little voice inside of Jimmy. And... Well, maybe he will, said Jimmy right out loud. And with that, he started back up the crooked little path, and strange to say, Jimmy hurried. He had just reached a turn in the crooked little path when who should run right plump into him but poor old Mr. Toad. He gave a frightened squeal and fell right over on his back and kicked foolishly as he tried to get up on his feet again. But he was all out of breath. And so frightened and tired that all he could do was kick and kick. He hadn't seen Jimmy at all, for he'd been looking behind him, and he didn't even know who it was he'd run into. Right behind him came Mr. Blacksnake. Of course, Jimmy saw, and he saw Jimmy, and he stopped short and hissed angrily. What were you going to do to Mr. Toad? demanded Jimmy. "'None of your business,' hissed Mr. Blacksnake. "'Get out of my way, or you'll be sorry.' Jimmy Skunk just laughed and stepped in front of poor old Mr. Toad. Mr. Blacksnake coiled himself up right in the path and darted his tongue out at Jimmy in the most impudent way. And then he tried to make himself look very fierce, and then he jumped straight at Jimmy Skunk with his mouth wide open. But... He took great care not to jump 
quite far enough to reach Jimmy. You see, he was just trying to scare Jimmy. But Jimmy didn't scare. He knows all about Mr. Blacksnake and that really he's a coward. So he suddenly gritted his teeth in a way not at all pleasant to hear and started for Mr. Blacksnake. Mr. Blacksnake didn't wait. No, sir, he didn't wait. He suddenly turned and glided back up the crooked little path, hissing angrily. Jimmy followed him a little way and then went back to old Mr. Toad. Oh, panted Mr. Toad, you came just in time. I couldn't have hopped another hop. Well, I guess I did, replied Jimmy. Now you get your breath and come along with me. And old Mr. Toad did. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to join me next time when old Mr. Toad has a feast, displays his pride, and receives another invitation to dinner. Until then, happy trails. <laughs>